Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it. My name is David Stallings and I am one of the straight dudes. And I am Ricky Rivera, the other straight dude. Today, we got we got early screening. We got it. We did it. We did it before you. So now we're hyping up this movie for you. We did it. We saw Dumb Money today. Oh yeah. We're in the 1% that saw it. That's right. That theater was packed, but... We had to we had to really search for a theater show in the movie right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's made about three hundred thousand dollars in the last like week of small screenings. Mm-hmm. And we were a part of that, so we added Go the us. money to we added the money to that number. So you're welcome. And I feel I feel snobby now because it's, I got to do that. Yeah, I feel like we're on the other end. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like we're holding the line. Yeah. We're in. We're the ones. We're, we're holding the, the line and we're up in the hype yeah. for everyone else to go see this movie. Go Next see week. it. This is this is a great movie. This is well, well This will yeah, be interesting. This feels good. This, this feels good. So this is gonna come out before the movie technically releases. Yes. Okay, so Yeah, weird. I mean, it's out. This, Theaters are showing this it. This just means that we are real critics now. Because yeah. we got to see the movie before other people did. Sure, other peasants did too, but <laughs> but we got to see it before the majority of people. Listen, we were here first. We were here first, okay? I bought into GameStop very early on, and now we're all on the same team when everyone else decides to see the movie too. Dude, I wish I'd bought into GameStop. <laughs> I, I so wish I had. You, you were aware of all this stuff going on, right? Yeah. What happened? I remember it all happening. Um but I, I don't really, I try not to indulge in the stock market like that because mm-hmm. I have a very addictive personality and I will be hooked. Well, it is, nowadays it is just straight up gambling. So it's I get it. It's always been gambling. It's, yeah. It's literally gambling. Anybody that says the stock market's not gambling isn't thinking about it big picture enough. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's what it, I know it's deeper than that, but at the end of the day, you can lose your money and you can gain your profit. It's a safer gambling. <laughs> if you're yeah. smart about it. If you're smart, but then everything collapses and, uh, let me let me give the synopsis of this movie in case there are people out there who don't know what this is about. Yeah, this isn't really a. Sp- That's the nice thing about doing a movie a week, like reviewing and putting it out before it actually comes out. You already all know the story. Yeah, Most luckily this it. one is an extremely recent true story that all of us were aware of because we were all locked up in our houses during it. Yeah. So we all were on the internet and seeing all this going on. Yeah, it's only two years old. It's yeah, crazy. barely. Uh, so yeah, this is dumb money is based on a true story from two years ago, uh, kind of three, but during, uh, the height of COVID there was, uh, there was a guy in his basement streaming and came up with the idea that, uh, or realized that there were funds, hedge funds that were going to short GameStop in particular. And he decided to invest in it and also post his opinions about it on YouTube and Reddit, which then created uh, a following where Wall Street bets on Reddit uh, started shooting shooting their investments into GameStop and heading to the moon, which shot GameStop up to, I think, a height of $450 when it started at three. And I like the stock. Yeah, I like the stock. That's it. It's so simple. And this this movie is basically the story of all of the craziness around it, the height of it around January 2021, uh, people trying to hold the line 
uh, of this internet mob all investing yeah. together, not selling, uh, and all of the corrupt stuff that happened behind the scenes, which is indeed horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you keep up with the news at all, then you'll remember this. This is extremely recent, and it's wild that this movie came out uh, already. Yeah, one of the coolest things about Dumb Money and that whole story in general is that it's one of the rarest cases of internet dubs. Yes. Like, this, this is one of the few times in history where random people on the internet all agreed on doing one thing, mm-hmm. one objective. And when those moments happen, it's the coolest thing because people are so cruel on the internet. Yeah, the <laughs> internet is the worst place in the world, and it's it, everywhere. It really is. But every now and again, when you can get some big dubs, it's like, man, I love to see that. I love it. Well, I was thinking about it, too, because I think that they said at the height of it, they had like 8 million people potentially on Wall Street bets involved with this, right? That's insane. We're absolutely bonkers. But I was thinking about it, too. That is not 8 million random people in the world, right? Like, you have YouTube channels that have that many subscribers, and it's like, wow, that's crazy. But it's also, there's 8 billion, there's 8 billion people on Earth. This was 8 million Americans all involved in investing on this. Yeah. Like, that is, that's a substantial amount of people all in one place. It's a lot of degenerates, man. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it, honestly. Yeah. I, myself included. I wish I was I was there with all y'all, you know, holding it down in the stonks. Yep. I, I wish I was there as well. A buddy of mine a buddy of mine was. He was involved with it and told me about it like at its oh. height and he's like, Bro, bro, it worked. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean it worked and then well and then wasn't it within like the next year the AMC one had happened? Yes. And then Dogecoin came around and then the meme coin started coming in. Well, well, I think the crazy thing from this, the stat that they showed at the end of the movie, which was that 85% of hedge funds are now keeping up with uh, the internet, like like meme trading or retail trading now because of what happened. Of course. Yeah. I mean, they're going to always find a way to manipulate that market. They Mm -hmm. have all the money. They they can, they can outbeat us all immediately. (laughs) Yeah. But it scared them from uh, doing the shorts as much now because... That's still pu- that's public information when that's happening, yeah. and people catch wind of that, and everything goes bad. <laughs> yeah, that is uh wow, that's that's crazy, insane story. That said, uh, this is the kind of story that I think if people see it, they're going to leave the theater very mad that this had to happen at all. Like it's very, I love how intense this movie was. And that the little guys won. There's a ton of people in America who benefited from this event that happened. Oh, yeah. I, I remember reading the stories on Reddit when it was going down. It's amazing. Uh, also, you should be extremely mad about uh, the corrupt stuff that happened uh, with Robin Hood and the investment firms. I, I was mad leaving. It was like, I can't believe this happened. This yeah. is so irritating. I mean, it's just something that they've never really experienced before. You know, it's a new era where everybody can invest whenever they want. Yeah. Because, I mean, the last biggest time that happened would have been like something like the big short, you Mm -hmm. know, where those guys bet against the housing market. Yeah. But back then they didn't have a Robin Hood to do that. That was only (laughs) like the people who benefited from that were very slim. Could you imagine, though, that happening nowadays like that, that same exact thing? But with the internet being as popular as it is, I, yeah, if that the, would be insane. If that one guy who came up with the idea just started posting online about it, uh, and that would have been, I mean, 
They would have saved the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, no. but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I remember hearing about all of that happening, but I was so. I was working such crazy hours that, like, around that time, I just was not as involved on the internet. Yeah. But I do remember hearing about this and reading a few articles on this guy. It's just pretty cool. Yeah. I remember having a talk with my dad about it when it was going on, like, beginning of January that year. And we, <laughs> and I, at the time, it made me, it made me mad. Too. Not as like I'm jealous But And I think this movie did a good job of portraying That This kind of situation Really sucks mm -hmm. Because someone gets hurt mm -hmm. And like The main mentality of Wall Street Bets Was that We are undoing the These billionaires in the hedge firms But I liked that in this movie They showed that Like our main guy we watched was Seth Rogen who has three kids and a wife and he has a family and people depending on him. And like, yeah, it was much less people got screwed over, but also people got screwed over because of it. So it's just, it's a horrible situation either way. He was fine though. He got bailed out. He's good to go. He did get bailed out. So it was fine. So like it's, that's what they're trying to show is mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how, how hurt they get. They're just going to get bailed out again. Yeah. And again, I mean, didn't this happen? No, it said that they got, they, his company didn't get bailed out. 2022, it said they oh, shut down. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but his, Ken Griffin's yeah. uh, did not. That's what, and they didn't get all, all the charges against them uh, were dismissed, which is garbage. <laughs> uh, so I was just reading before we started filming that, that Ken Griffith, Ken Griffith, Griffin, I think Ken Griffin in real life is suing Nick Offerman <laughs> for the way he portrayed him in the movie. Because <laughs> he can. Nick Offerman did nothing. He did barely anything in this movie. <laughs> All he had to do he was can. stay stoic during it. It's like he's got the money. Of course <laughs> he's gonna just send it. Yeah. Why not? I guess so, yeah. But Throw it out there, see what sticks, man. <laughs> There's no way. I mean... Nick Offerman was just like, this is silly. This bro, is dumb. Bro, I did the audition, and then this is what they told me to do. It's not my decision. If you're going to sue anyone, sue the director. Somebody had to have given him the warning beforehand, though. There's no, no way. way. They ha I would assume, with based on a true story of real people, like in very recent past... That you reach out to folks and are like, hey, by the way, we're making a movie about you. You will be depicted in the film. And like get people to sign off on it. That's how I perceived these movies to be done when they're on the recent past. But I guess not. <laughs> if yeah, I don't know. This guy can sue after the movie's done. He's probably just mad because he was portrayed as a bad guy and, you know, they got to save face in real life. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Which, yeah. Let that's me, let me say face of how I'm not a bad guy. Let me sue Nick Offerman, the guy who's portraying me in a movie. Yeah, that's the that's a weird pick that's a, that's a of, bad the guy team, of the team to, to sue is the actor instead of, like, suing the production team or the writers for like libel or something like that. Yeah. That's maybe, weird. There could have been something in place maybe where they knew that it'd be easier to target one actor instead of the whole. God, that's, just, that's super weird. Yeah. Uh, that was about the only interesting fact. Everything else I, I was finding was like, these people have start together in this movie. It's like, <laughs> right, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Yeah. The only other thing was that the, the Winkle, Winklevoss, Winklevoss, Twins, the what? guys from Facebook. Oh, okay, yeah. They were producers in this. They were pretty passionate about oh, dumb money. That's interesting. Yeah, that's okay. the only other interesting fact I oh, had. Oh, that's odd. 
guess they just wanted to be a part of it. You know, maybe they felt a personal connection. Bro, so I will say this is the first time I've seen Pete da- Pete Davidson in something that I really liked him. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I usually am not a big fan of Pete Davidson, but this movie was really fun for him. I think it's because he wasn't the lead. He wasn't the lead. He was kind of he was the supporting character, and he had relief. a and he had an easy, like the persona he had. Pete Davidson fits very well, which is like degenerate. And I know I, whatever he does, I don't know him. But that's the vibe he gives off, and yeah. he executed it perfectly in the movie, and it was hilarious. I thought Pete Davidson was like a New Yorker through and through, though. I, I maybe I'm misunderstanding Pete Davidson because I feel like a guy like that would never be caught dead wearing a Celtics shirt. <clears throat> There's actors that have been like well, that. Uh, ben Affleck was like that in Moneyball. He said that he would not wear a Red Sox hat <laughs> for the movie. Like they, they they literally had a holdout for a whole week. Because he would not wear a Red Sox, <laughs> or no, maybe it was the Yankees. It was the other. Sorry, okay, it was the yeah, other yeah, way around. Yeah, it was. It was. He's it from Boston. Sorry, sorry, Ben. At- get your facts straight. Get your facts straight. Please. They're gonna yell at you. They're gonna yell Please. at you. Let me start that over. Start it okay, over. Start, start it over. over. Start it over. They're gonna yell at you. Yeah, Ben Affleck in Moneyball wouldn't wear a Yankees hat because he's so diehard Boston. Uh huh. Stay that, focused. Yeah, that the movie had to have a holdout because he literally would not wear the hat. So the director sat him down and they were like, dude. It's just a hat. And he was like, it goes deeper. So I'm never going to live it down. There's going to be photos of me circulating. Never. It'll always be. They're going to use it as propaganda. They're going to hate me. They, it's, Which, it's, I mean, that's bad blood. But it, Yankees and Red Sox fans will take that to the grave. They, that is just. I respect it. Personally, I think that's hilarious. Couldn't, couldn't be me. I have, no, I, I have no idea what this. I can't fathom this. He told the director, he said, look, I love you to death and I would do anything for you. But I will not put on that hat. <laughs> So I won't do anything for won't you. Do anything for you. Sorry, I will. I will not do anything for you. Line. So I don't know. I thought Pete Davidson. I thought he was true New York, but I guess not. I guess not. Well, when there's money in front of your face, yeah. you do you do the right thing. You you wear the you yeah. wear the jersey, bro. Yeah. No, Pete Davidson was a good. He was good. Uh, he was really good there. I mean, we saw him in Transformers. We didn't see him in Transformers. <laughs> we didn't see him in Transformers. He, he was saw a robot. He was a robot. The same thing. No, it's not. You knew he was. It was him. Nope. Robot kind of looked like Pete Davidson, honestly. No, they, it didn't. They were both just as like uh, scrawny and tall and incorrect. <laughs> there was if you didn't mention to me that it was Pete Davidson, I don't think I would have known in the movie in Transformers. Oh, dude, how do you not know? It's just Pete Davidson. Because I don't care about him. I don't keep up with him. <laughs> this was my first. I think this was my first time really seeing him in a piece of media. Because I don't watch SNL, which I know is where he started up on. He had The King of Staten Island, which I did not care about, so I didn't see it. Transformers may have been my first time seeing him in something, but he wasn't in it. He was a voiceover. This was my first time seeing him. And I was like, dang, you did really good, man. I liked King of Staten Island. I I didn't see it. it. I don't have an opinion on it. You should watch it. It's good. Okay, well, maybe I will. (laughs) Now that I kind of like him. I like his vibe in in this movie. If he has more of that... That's his typecast. That's all he does. And everything he does. It's <laughs> just that same exact character that does not care about anything. That's literally he him. He steals the car. He's, yeah. he's he's a meme person. That's all he is. That's all he is. His his username on YouTube is balls. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the the fact that they went so hard into meme culture with this movie though yeah. was so funny. Yeah. Uh they really went all out for it. It was it was pretty good. 
Yeah. They had a lot of good memes in there. Um, a lot of Reddit memes, man. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a redditor. I don't go on Reddit a whole lot. I don't either. Not that much. But I did enjoy seeing some of like those montages of Reddit memes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Cause I, you know, you, you know about it. If you're in some sort of social media space with people our age, you've seen yeah. some of it, but Redditors are deep, man. They go deep. <laughs> well, it's such, it's such lunacy is the thing. It's so funny to me that they showcase that the community around this went, when this went down was like almost to the level of like, this was a religion. Oh yeah. In a way, like when they're reading uh Mr. Gills, the main character, his post about like there's the lions and the hyenas and we need to rise up as the lions or something like that while the billionaires are eating their yeah. wagyu steak and it's like, bro, this is not you're not on a podium. I guess you are kind of on a podium, but bro, you're not having like a full-blown speech in front of congress right now i love it i love that mentality on the internet it's just a bunch of degenerates just being so committed to just one goal (laughs) yeah i love i love seeing those kinds of things uh yeah i mean i i i'm on twitter a lot more so yeah a different a different kind of degeneracy oh it's the same i mean reddit is definitely Twitter on crack because mm-hmm. it's way more anonymous. So people are just so gung ho on what they say. Yeah. But I mean, I, I get it though. I respect the, like the stand strong, hold the line, blah, blah, blah. Cause I got my group of Twitter people that like I'd ride or die with <laughs> no matter what, you know what I right, mean? Right. They tell you the buy, they tell you the buy the stock, you buy it immediately. We all, we yeah. all meme together. There's a group of us. We all know that we'll meme it out together. So mm-hmm. I totally get it for something like this with uh with reddit mods wanting (laughs) wanting to hold that hold the line well i loved that because this movie they they did a good job of making it feel intense even though there was not a literal mob like there was no there was no real physical chaos that happened around this it was all just over the internet in an app and just investing that's it but they did a good job of showing the intensity of it but what I loved is that they kept breaking the intensity by showing montages of what was happening on Reddit yeah. and showing all of the memes and everyone laughs during this. As you see all of the memes of the apes rising up, and <laughs> apes, apes are strong together. Yep. And I remember my buddy was sending me that stuff at the time. He was yeah. showing it to me and he's like, bro, you got to check this out. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't fully believe him at the time. Uh, you know, I usually complain about movies when they try to relate to a younger audience, like mm-hmm. people in our age. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's something I've talked about before when, you know, you got the gaming mentality or the social media mentality. And that really came up in Gran Turismo yes. most recently. Yes. But this movie, they did, they did a pretty good job of being in touch with like actual internet comments. Yeah. I thought that the, every time they showed internet comments, I was like, yes, this is hilarious. They, mm-hmm. They're so accurate. That just they one were, random guy, you're a nerd. Mm-hmm. That's the internet. Thank you. Thank you, YouTube commenter. <laughs> YouTube commenters are just so toxic. They're just yeah. like, they're just so random. It was all... <laughs> Who comments on videos? Yeah, you could tell when they were showing all the comments that like, these are real. These mm-hmm. are... I don't know about the YouTube streaming ones at the very beginning, because those seem like comic relief, but showing like... Some of the comments on Reddit specifically, yes. you could tell all of those were 
like, yeah, we are all memeing on this together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they show the TikToks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. of actual trends and people doing the different challenges and whatnot. Yeah. Those moments felt very in touch. Mm -hmm. But then the flip side to it, when they would show storylines of random people who were investing in this that have nothing to do with the main character other than they're just followers. Mm -hmm. Some of those moments felt very out of touch. Which one in particular are you thinking of? Because we had a lot. This movie had a lot of like, quote, B plots. Yeah. Where they were just on their own, random people investing. Yeah, I think that was just to showcase how it's really affecting because you could tell the story of the one guy mm-hmm. but it really is about everybody else that you know the everyday people like you and me who are investing that yeah. aren't just like this one guy who all he does is look up internet stocks and whatnot yeah. um the, the one that comes to mind though that was kind of cringy was the the GameStop employee yes he was cringy pretty much every time they showed his story arc mm-hmm. you know and he's doing like i could do the tiktok challenge for the you know, I'm um, ratchet. That it was, it was weird. Yeah, that, that was a bit cringy. That that line was odd. I think that was probably the weakest one that we had, but it showed like even the GameStop employee is trying to trying to get in mm-hmm. on the GameStop stock. That one was the the weirdest though. It was definitely a little cringy. Uh, some of the music was a little bit like. It felt so random. Like, why is the movie opening with WAP? <laughs> yeah, why, why, why are we doing this song to start it off, man? Like, I laughed. It felt very out of place, but it was funny. See, I, I, was I, funny. Felt, I felt like, you know, when I hear WAP, I think of it as a meme now. Okay. It's such a bizarre song to me. And this entire movie is focused on meme culture. Yeah. So uh, that is where, that was the only like reasoning I could think of for why they would start the movie with WAP. While this, while this random man is just running on a track and it's like, there are no women to be talking about like this with WAP, but that's how we're starting the movie. (laughs) That's true. And it's, it's all the, the meme songs from that year as well. Yeah. So it makes sense why they had the songs that they chose. It was just so, it's like would take you out for a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a weird complaint. Like, yeah. The song choices were just so out there. <laughs> just yes. Made you laugh every well, time. Well, one thing that happened too was that uh, our theater, our theater was, for some reason, had subtitles the entire movie. They turned strange. subtitles on, which included having subtitles of the songs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I feel like I don't pay as much attention to the lyrics of whatever music is playing in a movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, unless there are subtitles showing me what's being oh, said. Yes. And they're, these are very uh, explicit songs that I, I would say. <laughs> That are showing the language on screen, and now it's all I can think about at the moment. Yeah, the best part of this whole movie was that we were in a theater full of people, which is pretty rare to have a theater full of people. I I don't know if you noticed, but most of the people in that theater were older. Yes. They were an older generation for sure. So when the lyrics to WAP are being (laughs) put out on subtitles, because for some reason the movie has subtitles on. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) Just... Hearing the the WAP chorus be described, and you look over to your left, and there's like a 60 year old lady who's just here because it's a stock movie, and you're like, yeah, uh huh, this is our culture, yeah, this is what we this did is this. the way our Us. generation invests, yep, lady, this is how we do it. Any sense of like 
like formality to stocks or anything, gone. Yep. We've destroyed it now. Yeah. That's what this movie's about. Yeah, movies in your era, you know, you had sweet, nice little movies with cute little soundtracks, you know, it was like film was playing on the theater. Yep. You're watching, oh, it's a wonderful life. Wow, how beautiful. And then you show up here in 2023, we're playing WAP at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Suck on that. That's a strong. Boomer. That's a strong start to the movie. Going out. That's a. That's a bold start. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely an older crowd in there, so that definitely made the movie a bit funnier to me personally. Mm -hmm. Just because every time the memes came on, I knew that we we were a small few amount of people who knew what was going on. Yeah, I felt like other people laughed through the movie, but especially when like they did the Reddit montages, you and I were. Mainly leading laughter on it mm -hmm, Yeah Because we understood Yeah we like, knew what was going on Yeah It did not seem like Everyone in the theater Fully understood I loved it As soon as I saw the ape montage come up I was in That's, mm -hmm. that's me yeah 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 you We know you love apes We know you love monkeys man. Uh, Especially Planet of the Apes Of course Have yes. you seen those? I have not I just know that <laughs> Together hey, Ape Strong watch Together Ape Strong. Okay. Dude, okay, at we some gotta, point we'll, we we'll do that. I'm sure we'll do it's that. It's amazing. The movies they start off with nice James Franco just going to go visit his monkey because he couldn't live with it any longer. And then we're in the final movie and there's guns on or there's monkeys shooting guns on horses. It's amazing. Like how do we get from point A to point F? I have, I have no awesome. idea. I'm telling you, man. I'm sure we'll watch Great it movies. at some point. Great movies. Uh, sure. Sure. I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> I Look, dumb money. <laughs> One of the things that caught me off guard about this movie was that this was, this I think is the first movie we've seen that depicted uh, the situation, the real life situation with COVID in not a fictional way mm -hmm. too, where it wasn't just like, I remember this with uh, Glass Onion last year. Yeah, we've only had one movie we've seen. That was that, like that portrayed COVID. in this universe, COVID is happening and it was not relevant to the movie at all. Right. It was kind of bizarre to see a movie depict it now. And it was a, all a true story. And it's stuff that you're like, the professor's telling you, mask, bring oh, it back up. Like, so triggering. And it, 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 we all went through this. So it is triggering <laughs> at this point to remember what we what we all went through remembering that those hearings in congress for all the people involved with this stock fiasco all of it was over zoom yeah these uh and having these bizarre hearings and the the guy is muted while he's giving his testimony and stuff like all of the news reports that they were showing were people on zoom talking to each other i thought that was very it was very bizarre to see that yeah. But it was actually kind of cool to show how that impacted the situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it definitely, I, I don't think that this GameStop thing would have taken off as crazy high if people weren't at home so much Yeah, back then. I mean, we were all connected to the internet, but, it, you know, obviously COVID boosted streaming and yeah. us getting into little niche clans on Reddit. You know? Well, one thing that they mentioned too, that bro, this movie made, th I did feel like some anger when I left the movie because thinking back to that time, I understand why we they were able to get 8 million people behind this mm -hmm. because we just went through the worst year of everyone's life, 2020. Yeah. 
And during that, my six hundred dollars, we stimmy. all got our six hundred dollars to try and to try and live off of. And now the little guys are finally having a win with this whole stock fiasco. And then Robin Hood shutting down buying mm-hmm. and in- getting involved with uh, all the stock stuff. Like I. I can understand why there were people out there who were like, no, I'm going to, we're going to hold, we're going to make this happen. We all went through hell. It's been horrible. And people have, we've all lost people in this past year. This is horrible. We're going to get a win. Internet dubs. You love to see it. Just kind of crazy to see that portrayed in a movie finally. Like it's relevant to a movie now and be brought back to that era. Like it was a little bit like... it was a little traumatizing at first as I realized, oh, yeah, this is during 2020. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. I know. Like, <laughs> I don't want to live this again. Dude, when when uh, the GameStop employee was, he had to pull down his mask and they're like, uh, mask up. Oh, triggered. I worked I worked in food during pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so, man, I, I know exactly that. Just being like, hey, can you put your mask up? Oh, I hated that. Oh, I hated it. And I, and I was a manager at that point too. So I also had to be the guy to do that. Yeah. And I cringed every time. I was just like, man, this is, I love that we're, we're you know, mask up. We work this close together. <laughs> yeah. We also are working this close together, uh-huh. by the way, yeah. where we eat next to each other. Got to sit together. Got to stop the spread. Mm-hmm. We all get one. We all have three tables that we get to sit at. <laughs> Got to stop the spread. Yep. So weird. Yeah. It was kind of wild to go back to that. I didn't realize because they brought up how GameStop managed to stay open during the pandemic too, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize. Where somehow they managed to, they can manage to convey that they were essential because at the time they were selling computer mice. I didn't realize that computer products. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've seen that at GameStop. They have like like my, uh, mouses and keyboards and stuff like that, which is just crazy to me that that's the case. Mats, yeah. That that's how they stayed open through the pandemic. That's impressive. I, I, to be honest, they would have shut down. Game Shop, GameStop would not exist if they didn't stay open through the pandemic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I know a percentage of people still buy their games on disc, and we all love GameStop deep down. Mm-hmm. But like the gamers often, out there. Yeah, I mean, I, to this day, when I'm at the mall and I see a GameStop, I will still stop in there and look around. Yeah, because the inner child in me. Remembers all those times we'd go to the mall with your mom or your grandma and they would be like, oh, no, we're not stopping there. We're, we have things we need to get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just be like, but I want to look at the new games. Yeah. I want to just act like I'm going to buy it. I just want to look it over. I want to just look. I just, what, what if they have a great pre-owned game? What if they have a good deal? I need to know. I have a GameStop membership. I have my card. Mm-hmm. It was always such a treat as a kid to go into a GameStop and just walk around. Play the demo, waiting mm-hmm. in line to play the demos. It was the best. So, I, I love it. And I, I still love going to the mall up the road and mm-hmm. seeing that the GameStop is still there. Yeah, I will always stop at a GameStop. And every now and again, we'll buy stuff. Um, especially now that GameStop. Game, GameStop. GameStop. Like, I invest in GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially now that GameStop sells cool collectibles like they have like pop funko pops there and i always end up getting something out of their <laughs> stuff because they're always so cheap i have i i do not recall the last time that i gave money to a GameStop though i am not interesting i it's not a real supporter no no i don't have a need for any of the stuff that they have in there now that's it, true it just doesn't come up see same like i don't buy physical games anymore because i'm all on pc 
But that's why I like that they sell other things now. I, I, I get Funko Pops every time I go. No. I always try to get something. I'm like, dude, it's a GameStop. Got to support that. It feels like exciting for me. It's not even to support them. It's for me. Mm-hmm. The inner child that wanted to buy something at GameStop every time I went to the mall. Now my mom can't tell me no. Yeah. I spent the $5 on this Funko Pop. Yeah, take that, take mom. Take that, mom. Send a picture to her. Exclusive. This is exclusively at GameStop on the box. Check this out, mom. <laughs> Sucker. Sucker. <laughs> She, and she just texts you back, good for you, honey. <laughs> what is, no, she just be like, who is that? Who she is, won't even know probably what I bought. I probably bought something stupid, like an anime character, <laughs> or some basketball players. Yeah. <laughs> the Funko yeah. Pop. Yeah. I, yeah, GameStop is just not, if I, it's just not, I wish I went there. Now, I wish that discs were more relevant because as a gamer, I hate downloading games now. I think that's a horrible platform because we get uh half made games all the time yeah instead of fully made on a disc and that they can't update after the fact yeah that's a whole other tangent that i could go hard into i get so mad about games now i i do miss the the disc days of gaming that was fun and you can have all of them on display Mm -hmm. for when your friends come over and they're like you have so many games bro dude one of the best birthday gifts i ever got when i was younger was uh it was a master chief halo 3 standee that held the game you know when you went into gamestop and they had like on the counter it was like master chief and he's stepping on a rock and then they had the game in front of him like he was holding it down what i got one of those you had that it was awesome do you still have this i don't think so bro it's, it's gotten broken through all the kids that my parents had after that's what happens you got young kids around things you like Shouldn't keep those two things into one place. <laughs> Learned that at a young age. Right, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. My dad worked in a, a mall at the time and was friends with the GameStop employees, and they were just going to throw it out. And mm-hmm. he was like, can I have it, please? So for my birthday, I came out because the Halo 3 came out the same week as my birthday. Okay. I came out I came out to the living room, and they had it there on the table. I pulled out the box. I was so excited. I opened it. Empty. It says display case only. <laughs> They made me wait till the end of the day to get the real game. <laughs> but man, I, I loved that thing. I still have both cases though of Halo Three in my closet. Yeah, <laughs> I just got the one that says display case. I think all of the games I ever accumulated ended up going to my cousin. Yeah, who he's like sixteen now. Because at some point, I at some point I left for college and my Xbox stayed at home, and my parents just. I don't remember them asking me, but they just gave it away. And it was like, all right, cool. I guess it's done. I guess it's over. over. Nah, I still have all my discs. I guess a generation, a chapter in my life has closed. Dude, I still have all of my 360 games. Uh, I still have my 360. I actually just hooked it up the other day to the TV, but I realized I don't have any batteries. Bro, you need the batteries, bro. So I got to get some batteries. But I I have my 360. I'm ready to load it up, play... um, I got Gun on there. I've been wanting to play Slugfest. I got a bunch of games I want to play again. My GTA save is in there. Dude, I got so irritated about having to replace batteries all the time when I was a kid that I actually uh, bought wireless connectors so that I could, I would actually, or not wireless, wired connectors. Wired connected, yeah. I had wireless controllers and I, and I opted in to make them wired because I was so irritated with having to change the batteries all the time. Yeah, I hated that. I had, uh, when I was 
in like the high school age, probably up until like 20 when I started, when, you know, when I was, you know, I was living by myself, right, 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 right. had that nice little two years of gaming hard. <laughs> I remember I would, I had two chargers for batteries mm-hmm. when I was in high school. So I had two separate things on walls charging two battery packs and mm-hmm. I would just rotate between three packs on my controller. Yep. So I'd use the one and then switch off to a second one and then I had the backup just in case. Because, you know, yeah. you're a high schooler with a job. You have your own money. Mm-hmm. Why not buy two sets of battery chargers, those big chunky ones you plug into the wall? Uh-huh. I'm there, bro. Yeah. It was awesome. I remember that. I had the... Because I, I hated buying batteries, too. It, it was, was so irritating. But even with the rechargeable ones, they wouldn't last. That's that why long. I would have three it three sets. It was so irritating. <laughs> That's why I had three sets that. always ready. It made me ready. so mad that I, could, I couldn't play that long with them. I mean, as a teenager as well, I had... I was a degenerate and had too much time on my hands. I wanted oh, yeah. to play Call of Duty for eight hours straight. Oh, all I did. Call of Duty, Halo, Destiny is all I was doing. I was Bro. rotating through batteries. Bro, I was that horrible kid that you would meet on Call of Duty as an adult. And you're like, you're trying to just wind down after a long day. But I'm in the lobby and I destroyed you. I was that 13-year-old who was... Oh, try like like 360 no scope. I was trying so hard. No, I wasn't doing the 360 no scopes. I was doing like the strats to get the nuke every time. Uh, like I was going insane. I I don't have that touch anymore, but I used to. Oh, dude, it's crazy to watch yourself age. <laughs> Isn't it weird to like watch yourself become? No, I, I just, I'm I'm. I'm not aging. Is yeah. that's not the thing. I'm not aging. I, I just said that. I don't think I'm aging. No, I, I'm. I'm definitely aging. I because there's times where I'll play a game with like my little brother, and he'll try to explain it to me, and I'm just sitting there like I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys see it now. I have no clue what I'm doing half the time in video games. I I am the one aging. Keep it simple. <laughs> you guys introduce like when there's a you know like let's say it, like a new Call of Duty's now they have tier systems for to get unlocks on the guns and explaining that to me i'm just like i don't know what you're saying you're saying i can't just build a loadout i just want the p90 <laughs> that's all I, <laughs> I want the p gun can i use the ump can i, can use I get the... the dual wheel do i have a kimbo uh-huh. you gotta unlock that why don't i just have it <laughs> what do you mean what how did you get that skin it's in the bat what's the battle pass how do i buy the battle Wait, you pass? bought you paid extra money for this battle pass boy what did where did you get the money <laughs> whose card did you use for this you're 10 where did you get the battle pass from yeah. who handed you the ticket i'm so out of touch with with video games now bro it's so bad i just play i I, dude, I've converted to just playing chess. <laughs> like a You're re- aging, David. You're, you're getting old. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Bro, I went to I went to Idaho a few weeks ago for my cousin's wedding, and while I was there, I think he's like my second cousin. But so my second cousin, who's like seven, has apparently been uh, getting into chess, and my uncle has been teaching him. Yeah. And so I got there, and he's like, "David, you want to play chess?" I'm like. Yes, I haven't played chess in forever and loved it. Destroy them, but first off. Uh, and then, Poor kid, he just wanted to play some chess. No, he had a great time. I taught him a thing or two. Okay. Uh, and then I get home and logged into chess.com and was like, I'm going to play this again. I love chess. <laughs> I proceeded to get destroyed three games in a row, tanked my ranking, and was like, all right, I guess I'm not as smart as I thought I was. <laughs> but I've been climbing back up the ranks. I probably play one or two chess games every day now. Awesome. It's so fun. 
Are you uh, you just playing ranked chess? You got money on these chess games? I don't know about money on it. <laughs> I used to work at a retirement home, and there would be a guy that would put in a service request about two, three, maybe three times a week, uh, because he would delete his chess app. So I always had to come over and reinstall it for him. But he was betting on his chess games. And oh, he, so I knew when he was really down. Because I'd get a text from him. He wouldn't put in the service request through the front desk like everybody else is supposed to. Mm-hmm. He would text my work phone. Okay. He somehow got the number by accident. And he just started texting me and was just like, hey, I need the chest reinstalled. Please, thank you. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll come over and reinstall the chess game. And sure enough, I'd see like, yeah, his balance is just super low. Like, ah, that's bad. That's why it's deleted because he just raged. <laughs> Deleted it off his computer. <laughs> this older man was just rage quitting off. Yes, yes, he would be. He would go on a losing streak at like three in the morning. Delete it, and then text me and tell me he, I, he needs me to reinstall it. I know it was like super late because I'd look at the text and it'd be four in the morning. <laughs> Bro, you can't you can't play chess super late. I've I've learned that oh, you can't. Your you're, brain is not working. You're playing the other half of the world probably, mm-hmm. and they're they're fully functional. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm playing. I, I'm playing some kid in India who's going. They have a they have a chat feature on the on the website, which is the worst thing they could have thought of. Luckily, you have to accept. If someone messages you, you have to opt into it. But every time I opt in, of course, you got to see what they're saying. Who's I typing had, in the chat? Just chat. <laughs> I had a match at like eleven o'clock at night. I was playing. It was with a kid in India who's probably ten years old and smarter than me. For sure. And I'm taking my time on my next move. And about a minute passes, and uh, he sends a message. I opt into it, and all he says is, hurry up, American. <laughs> I'm like, this kid did not just do that to me. And then he did it again in the same wow. match. He kept saying, hurry up, American. And then I beat him. <laughs> Take and that. Then, Take that, said, bud. Yep. And I said, hurry up, Indian, and just <laughs> left. And... <laughs> It was so toxic in this stupid match, bro. Oh gosh, I'm sure that yeah, I'm sure that Actually, that was. I think fun. it was he was he was Italian, is what it was, because it said "Hurry up, Italian," and it was so. Oh my gosh, I was so mad. I was so glad I won that stupid match. Hurry up, Italian! I'm coming for you. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. Yeah, it, it's fun talking to people from around the world. I love, yeah. I love it. That's so, my gaming experience now with. Ranked stuff across the world. That's all my online gaming. It's brutal. The other half of the world. I mean, we're pretty brutal to, amongst each other. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty brutal when you start getting into other like countries. And you're like, bro, there's no chance we find each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There <laughs> In is the no way. There's not a single way you will ever find me. Yeah. My bro. odds significantly decrease. I can say whatever I want to you <laughs> right now. I can ruin your day. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. I mean, they, you know, you, you're game with people and you hear, you hear them talking. You're like, I don't, wanna, I don't know. Maybe I go in. Maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. Other country. It's just immediate. Like, oh, we're all going in on each other. <laughs> Yeah, we're all gonna just talk smack. Mm-hmm. Unless they're from Canada, then you're always like, "Hey, how's Canada?" Yeah, I've noticed that. With you know, you, you game with the Canadian, you're like, "Oh, cool, man!" Like, what's what's that like? <laughs> it's the only country you ever show interest in. Well, I had one. I had one match where it was uh, with a kid from Japan, and he messaged me during the match, and he's like, "Oh, it's you again." I hope I win this time. And I was like, did I beat you before? And he's like, yeah. 
but I'm going to get you this time. And I'm like, all right, good luck. It was like very cordial. And then I beat him. That's so <laughs> nice. That's so heartfelt. But him, I'm friends with on the chess website now. And sometimes we play together. I love that. That's yeah. cool to me, being able to do that. That's fun. See, I'm telling you, internet dubs. Just like internet, dumb money. My, my internet dub on chess, equivalent to these people making millions of dollars yep. off of GameStop. Dude, it's hard to find people on the internet who can be genuine or nice for once. <laughs> I don't think Especially that. in a competitive manner like that. Mm-hmm. Like when you're playing a game with somebody, so rare. Yeah. So rare. It's just everybody's so so trolly and so memey on the internet. It's yeah. just how do you get around it? I I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me that I'm not saying people I'm com- going to fix that. I'm also part of the problem. Yeah, you are part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. You are toxic, Ricky. Of course I'm toxic. It's the internet. Why not? <laughs> Everything I'm saying, yeah, I, I know from experience because no, yeah, I'm anonymous. Look, so I look, I, look, I still get toxic. But every but if but if somebody's given a heartfelt like or is genuinely nice on the internet, I'm nice back. No, you. No, I'll way. be nice back. No way. You just gonna start it? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no way, dude. It's happened before. I played a game of Overwatch the other day. Yes, I know internet. I played <laughs> Overwatch. Ooh, I know. I'm scary. Oh, it's scary. scary. <laughs> uh, I, well, I just hopped in for a game, and and after the game, it was a long game. You know, it's one of those ones where it's like, man, both teams are balling out. Mm-hmm. Like all of our stats are crazy. Yeah, you know, uh, it was one of those kind of games. And afterwards, in the chat, normally it would just be like, it's so toxic. It normally yeah. it would just be like, you know, kill yourself, blah blah blah. <laughs> this time it was just like, hey, very like good rounds, guys. That was fun. Like everybody just being like, holy, yeah, that was a good game. <laughs> like, good, GG, everybody. Like it was cool. Oh. Whoa <laughs> GG everybody Slap on the butt Yeah everybody Good was like, they're like Commenting each other Like Hanzo you had some Crazy shots bro Like they're just like It's like what This is weird Yeah That's that moment When you did like Little league baseball Or something And at the end They lined up both teams And you all have to Like uh, Slap hands You're shaking hands With yeah. everyone That's what that was Yeah it was crazy It was So I, I literally After that game I hopped off I, was, I can't play another game and It was you, way too nice I'm Yeah We're gonna catch that again And you I mean Having a game where you're not mad and completely by the end of it, like I can't have that. That's not part Impressive. of my. I mean, we lost too. It was like at the last second. It was still like everybody was cool with each other. It was cool, <laughs> but dumb money. Dumb money. We did see that movie, didn't we? we got off on a crazy tangent. Uh, it's fine. It's uh, look. The movie's great. I I loved the movie. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have a crazy tangent. The movie's great. The music. I I think you're right. The music is kind of odd. There's some. Cringe stuff And I don't think A lot I I think this demographic The demographic for this movie Is primarily Younger folks Yeah like our age You know Around the 20 Like the mid 20s To Because this This movie focuses On meme culture That is what happened Was meme culture Rose up for a minute Yeah meme stocks Yeah Yeah. I mean that's the same thing With It happened again With Into crypto You know meme coins Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same thing The only difference Is that this was Taken over by us, the people, mm-hmm. rather than a Logan Paul pump and dump scam. <laughs> right, right. You know, guys, trust me, it's the next big thing. And then you scam at all your people that mm-hmm. invest. Of course. It's different. This was like, hey, guys, check this out. And then it's working. And then we're all profiting, you know? Yeah. Look at all of us getting getting something finally. Finally getting the dub we mm-hmm. all needed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. man, I loved it. Uh, where were we at? Oh my god Okay Yeah We should probably do Banana meter Unless you had 
No, let's do it. No? Okay. Bring them in. Bring them in. Come on boys, in. Come, come on, on in, boys. Come on in. It's just one minion. Look at him. It's a single it's one. one. It's just one. What? What's up, buddy? What? Where's the rest of you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. They're moving I've, out. Yeah, I'm I'm in the process of moving, so they I've I've gotten them doing most of the work right now. Though they kind of are just packing some boxes, unpacking it, putting it in a different box. It's kind of very circular. Except this guy. He's just hanging in the back you want to come on camera oh, no, 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 no. and you can see he's actually okay. him in particular he's wearing my suit and my yeah. tie yeah, yeah, because I've made him the supervisor this oh. is the only one I can really trust oh nice to meet you supervisor let me shake your hand oh so uh, yes doctor, pass the camera yeah. okay doctor he's a doctor cool. yeah, okay yes good for him that's that's the name I've given him just doctor doctor that's no. uh, my favorite minion dr. doctor banana. oh dr. banana he says but okay. yeah I like dr. banana a contradicting lot. all right thank you dr. banana if you could just put the banana meter over there thank you one minion that was nice bro nice it's calm I'm starting to get the hang of this they might be rambunctious in the new setup next week we'll see by the way, I'm moving, so say goodbye to this setup. Oh, it's all gone. The beautiful blank wall that we've had in the middle here is going away. I'm going to miss you, wall. Oh, no. I'll see you soon, Jeff. Yep. Uh, you want to go first or me? <laughs> Good job. Just pay my respects. Good job, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has to stay above me <laughs> He will keep him above you somehow He's watching over you every my day dad. <laughs> He is your dad He is your dad Of course uh, Do you want to go first or me? Yeah I can start it off Alright uh, This is a simple movie I mean it It's nothing crazy I, I, um, There are some awkward Kind of cringe moments But you're gonna You're gonna toe that line I think When you get a really big cast In something that was so engulfed In meme culture like this Yeah I will say They did a great job of being in touch in a lot of areas, like mm -hmm. when it comes to using Reddit or mods, uh, or sorry, Reddit or mod, <laughs> doing Reddit and then, you know, some of the TikTok stuff and all that. So they did a pretty good job of keeping it grounded in that. Yeah. There's a few cringe moments, but that, I don't know if that comes from the writing or maybe a little bit of the actors too. Like there's no way America Ferreira is a, is an internet Reddit Lord. That is just, that was hard odd, to believe. That seemed very odd. Yeah, I just saw her and Barbie a couple of weeks ago going on a crazy like feminist rant, and now we got her doing a crazy Reddit rant. So it's like yeah. it's a little weird. Yeah, close together. But she's doing she, a, she's doing a lot. Which more power to her? Good yeah, for good her. For, she's she's killing it for, currently. I mean, she, we're gonna see more of her for sure. She's a good mm -hmm. actress. Um, but definitely a little weird choices here and there. But all in all, I mean, it's hard to find too many complaints it's it's funny yeah it's Mimi it's relevant very relevant story that just happened mm. and I don't think we ever got to see him as like a bad guy which I like that they never because the movie could have easily been narrated to make him look like a bad person that or like he, he was scamming or mm -hmm. he knew something illegal was going on yeah like this movie definitely feels like they wanted to get the facts out and make these companies look bad you know it was mm. definitely for the people so I liked that I like yeah. they kept it that way um Game changing movie I'm gonna give it It's like a 85 for me okay. I liked it I think it was great Yeah It reminds me of The Big Short Which is one of my favorite movies I love The Big Short The Big I Short I just watched that Like two weeks ago Amazing The Big Short's amazing But I think that's It's hard to compare the two It's similar storylines Yeah But that one was in a more Serious tone And just Done beautifully Yeah So um, But yeah I'm gonna it at 85 I like it there I think it was fun I had a good time I'd rewatch it yeah, because I think the difference, I think The Big Short is a good comparison. Uh, 
because they're kind of the same content, just very, they're similar scenarios, but taken in very different circumstances. The thing I also had a big cast as well. It did. Thing I really liked about the big short though, was that, uh, they, they took the time during it to elaborate a Mm -hmm. bit more on things going on. Um, when they're trying to dis- detail to the audience what does a short actually mean, what is wrong with the mortgage the mortgage loans that are being put out, they have these funny moments to explain them to you. Here's Margot Robbie in a bathtub to explain to you what shorting is. Yeah, and she has an entire monologue about, about it, and it's hilarious. Yeah, no, uh, I, I do appreciate those moments, because there are some moments in this movie that go over my head, but that's just because I'm not the stuff with, a genius. The stuff with Robin Hood... Uh, specifically the app and how they were trying to make money and everything. I was like, I really don't understand what's going on here. I don't know what the three billion dollars was for. I just know I. It seems corrupt. It seems uh stinky somehow. Yeah. Uh, but like I didn't understand that. So smarter people might know. I don't know. Um, but I th- I think. Probably the weakest part of this movie is just how many, like, other plots there are. They're relevant in the sense of trying to make it known to the audience of, like, this is the people's story, uh, but they're all over the place in America, right. uh, which is cool. But it was a little bit, it was kind of it was kind of just a lot. Yeah, I think they had to do that because his story isn't crazy exciting i mean this all took place over the span of what six eight months Mm -hmm. how do you make it more exciting Uh, because it was was just a straight success and then it was oh no congress no we're good yep so it's kind of hard to make an hour and a half of a movie based off of all good things going on they had to put something else yeah they did decent with it though like they some of them i could we could have done without probably gamestop guy Mm -hmm. and maybe the I don't know. I, I, everything else was good. I liked all the other ones. I, but I really enjoyed the acting in this film, in particular. Like I said, was Pete Davidson. He stuck out to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never really been, I've never really cared for him that much. This movie, I was like, okay, I see, I see the potential in you, buddy, which is cool. Uh, also, Seth Rogen, I actually really enjoyed in this movie, in like. A actual professional vibe. I think it's the fact he's fully shaved. Really? I think for me why I liked him so much is because he didn't laugh once. That's true. Movie. He just seemed like a normal human being in this movie. Because Seth Rogen, to... he's a great actor. It seemed like it in this movie. Yeah. He's, he's a good actor. He mm-hmm. just When he starts laughing, that's when you immediately go, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, Pineapple yeah. Express. Right. Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. Seeing him in a... And maybe he's done more dramatic roles recently i don't mm-hmm. i haven't seen him a lot other than donkey kong in super mario uh, uh, he was also in teenage mutant ninja turtles yes yes he was so get it right but you know i haven't seen him yeah right so i i really enjoyed him a lot of the acting in this movie was just really good they had a solid cast for this mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna i this these kinds of stories also hit me very hard uh and i I really enjoy them. So I'm going to give it a 90. Mm-hmm. I I think it's it's very fun. I think if you are not aware of meme culture stuff, though, uh, you may be turned off by this movie. Yeah, or if... I mean, obviously, you have to know a little bit about this, either this story or the stock market to appreciate mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. Because for me, I don't know much about the stock market, but I know about this story. Mm-hmm. 
but I think if I didn't know about either, I would have been pretty lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but it is probably this story in real time that made me learn a little bit about the stock market, mm-hmm. which is why some of it I understood was going on. But you're right. The Robin Hood stuff, I was going right over my head. I was like, well, I don't know. What's that going entire storyline is like, I have no idea what's going on. And people are yelling at us right now because you're Redditors, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Free interaction. Keep it that's going. That's the internet. Yeah. That's the internet being anonymous and mean and go for it. That's fine. Send it. Send I'll just it. Comment back. Say free comment. Ty. <laughs> All right. With that, great movie. I was very pleased with this movie. Mm-hmm. Very glad we got to see it. Boom. Put her there. Partner. Put her there. Put her there. And with that, thank you so much for listening to Straight Dude Date Night. We do hope you enjoy. And as always, uh, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Like and follow and comment, all that good stuff. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Re- leave us a review on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of the all the stuff, and tell a friend about it. Five fingers. Uh, yeah, there's so much. There's so much going on. We have uh, more stuff that we're trying to do here soon as well. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. So thank you for supporting us and great job. Spooky season approaches, David. Be ready. Boo! Bad. Spooky season's I on don't its want way. This. Very I'm bad. ready for it. I'm not. Comment it, below what you want David to watch for uh, Spooky Season. Don't comment anything. He's not a scary movie guy. I don't want comments I'm, anymore. We will nix all uh, super demonic stuff. I'm not. Go- I'm but not going to. Anything that's not past demonic, send it in. We'll watch it. Wrong.